Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sofa Chronicles. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, and just thank you in general for all the love and support and positive, negative, indifferent feedback, any kind of everything that we're getting from y'all. We appreciate it. We're well, this none of this would have been possible without y'all. So here we are, and just want to say thank you. Uh, I'm here as usual, as always, with my brother from another mother that I love like no other. Mr. Jacob Giles is here looking exquisite as always. Hello, sir. Hey there. Thank you, sir. Just want you to know, feel, feeling pretty fresh. Got on my beard struggle beard oil. Why, why were you getting all hey in there in the mic? Because hey. I'm still waking up. I woke <laughs> up just an hour ago. <laughs> my, yeah. day, my day got started real late because I fell asleep real late. Yeah, then your phone fell on the floor. You didn't find your phone. All that good I stuff. didn't fail on the floor. It, it got set on the floor. <clears throat> yeah, shout out to the beard struggle. Keeping us looking fresh and so clean, clean. Smelling fantastic. You do smell fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. May also be the uh, the mango deodorant that I'm using by Old Spice. Don't smell nothing like mango. All I smell, smell is that man oil coming off your beard. I like it. Mm. We have a very, very, very special guest on the show today. Been looking forward to having this man on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are honored and we are privileged to be in the presence of the two-time world champ, the Alabama Hammer. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Davis. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. Mm, Thanks. Been looking forward. I got a whole ass bug crawling on me too, ruining my intro. You son of a bitch. Anyway. Tyler, how it's it's good to see you, sir. We can we can see you through video right now. I don't know if we'll yeah. be able to post it, but uh, you're looking good, bro. Yeah, been uh, training for OSG. That's the next big one for me. So um, no one won the 90 class twice. So the world's strongest 90 kilogram man. That's what I won last year at OSG. There were 43 guys from 18 different countries. Uh, the past two champions were there last year. Lots of guys who have, uh, who have, have or had set world record deadlifts. So it was kind of known to be like all the tough competitors were there. And I was able to pull away a victory. And um, I'm hoping to do that again this year to be the first guy to win it twice and also win it back to back. So right now that's what I'm training for. We believe in you, sir. I damn sure believe in you. Um, yeah. So let's get some background on you. Tyler, um, what got you into strongman? What got you to where you are now? Um, you know, how did how did you go from being just a normal guy to being the um, two time world champ, looking to looking to be three time? So, uh, give us some background and tell us how you got to be you. Yeah. Um, so I've always, I think I've always naturally felt you know pretty strong. Like oh, I grew up in a neighborhood that had eight boys in it. And it was down a dirt road in Alabama. Um, and it was Theodore, actually. <laughs> and I uh, lived right next to a farm. We'd always go out and play outside and fish. It was very much kind of like Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn type childhood, probably. I was always outside doing things. But um, I always thought, you know, I was pretty strong compared to my peers. And then I played sports, you know, middle school and high school, enjoyed that. Um, I was never on any like championship winning teams or anything like that. But you know, I got lots of playing time and enjoyed doing that. Um, and then in college, I went to South Alabama on academic scholarship. I didn't play any sports in college. And I think by the time, 
you know, I got my had my career uh, with work, my house, my wife and kids and kind of got my life settled. And then, you know, kind of a midlife crisis, I guess. And at 30 years old, I kind of felt like I missed um, competing in things. And for me, it's uh, I get a lot of enjoyment out of just being competitive, you know. Uh, and I actually thought it had like a battleship because I had and stuff, you know. Um, and then I looked at doing maybe powerlifting. Powerlifting kind of just there's just three lifts, you know. So I thought that was a little boring. With rugby, um, you know, lots of guys I knew that did the rugby, they all seem to have like serious injuries. <laughs> it's it's a pretty rough sport. So um, it there's is. a guy. That, yeah, so I, I worked with uh, I worked with Chris Jackia, who's my coach. He's been my coach for five years now, and um, he happened to work where I work at the shipyard, and he's really um, you know got into uh, coaching and competing in different strength sports, and he had spent probably about ten thousand dollars buying all kinds of different um, strongman equipment and things, and he had it at his house at this time. And uh, he said that he goes, you know, you can hire me and I can write you programs. And I can show you the ropes and strongman. Work. Went over there and did sessions. And he was like, Tyler, you could actually be really good at this sport. And so um, I got kind of hooked. Um, I really got hooked after the first competition. I trained for three months and I did a novice class. It was that Alabama max out competition that Slater does. And I did novice, and there were two, it was just me and two heavyweight guys. They were both like 260 pounds, and I was, I think, 184 pounds. And I told my coach, I was like, how am I going to beat these guys? They're way bigger. One was a power lifter. He could, like, bench press over 500. And then the other was a bodybuilder who just was jacked, and it was huge. And my coach said, well, it depends on if they've been, you know, training with these strongman implements. And, and they're like, as well, coached as you are. And know how to how to move the objects and stuff. So um, I ended up beating both of them. And so after that, I had a really good time. And then I won. I went on to win my first five competitions. Uh, I went from the novice class straight into open lightweight, and then I did open middleweight. And I just kept winning. And then I won five competitions in a row, and then went on to nationals and came in second. And um, that was kind of my first year, year and a half of doing strongman. But I think uh, off right though, I got a coach from the very beginning, um, so I, I feel like I never had kind of the pitfalls and injuries, and I did the correct training methods, and I was able to progress really quickly. Your first year in strongman went exceedingly better than my entire strongman career has gone. So congratulations to you there, Tyler. Yeah. <clears throat> the Thank you. best finish I got so far is fourth, and that was at Fox. Yeah. I mean, how well, many people was there in your competition at Fox, in your class? Six or seven, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, anyway. Had- Everybody has kind of a different journey, you know. Even the top guys sometimes uh, have struggled, and then every year they get just a little bit better, a little bit better, and it might take them ten years to reach it to the top. So, or, or for me, it's like I kind of like I'm trying to hang on. Uh, I think hanging on at the top is can be more challenging than trying to make it to the top. You know? I would agree with that. 
Um, that's why I feel like Big Z is so impressive and other folks and like always staying at the top, like year in, year out, because you have to put your body through. I mean, you're maximizing human potential every single year. Yeah. And it's sustainable as that. Um, you have to be smart about it. So and also, there's a motivation factor too, you know? Yeah. That, like, um, for me, the, there's, I kind of, you had your heart and just set out on, I guess, becoming world's strongest 90 kilogram man. That's like, that was the pinnacle. That was my goal. And then I achieved it. And then it was kind of like you feel lost and depressed because it's like I achieved my goal. So now I don't have a goal anymore. You know, like you have to figure out what your next one is. So um, for me, I've been, I've been trying to figure out how to, I guess, get excited about defending that title and be the first to be the, win it twice. Yeah. Uh, twice so well i definitely don't have any doubts in you sir thank you uh can you yeah. do me a, do do me just one quick favor uh get a little closer to your microphone there's been a lot of in and out on our end uh i don't know if that's yeah. just because of uh it's struggling to pick it up just want to make sure we get everything you say sir yeah can you hear me a little well as soon as you started asking can you hear me a little better it cut out <laughs> that <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. That may very well be something on our end, but we're going to keep rolling. And if it's, uh, we'll uh, we'll adjust if we have to. So, um, okay. how long have you been? How long have you been training at Ant? When did you get hooked up with Jake? Did y'all go to school together? No, um, he's younger than me. At football, where I went to school, though, well, he played at South. Um, he was a really good linebacker, you know. Yeah, and then. I think I, I live in Spring Hill area, not just I'm like probably like less than a mile from the gym. So, uh, yeah, about one mile from the gym. And so eventually it got to the point where there was lots of, you know, lots of different things I needed to do and train with that weren't at my coach's house because uh, I, I went to his house for the first year and a half or so. And so eventually um, we kind of progressed to the point where I needed to go have a real have a gym that had all the equipment and then i started buying more strongman equipment as well and uh amp is pretty cool because it's just a huge warehouse that i can store a lot of my stuff and uh make it available for all the local strongmen to use so yeah um yes yeah, so i've been going there now for i guess three over three years three and a half years But yeah, it's it's nice. It, it doesn't have air conditioning, so in the summer it's definitely conditions the heat. Yeah, uh, you could definitely tell at Alabama this year who had and who had not been training in the air conditioning. You could definitely tell. Yeah, the key to winning Alabama is to manage heat stress. Um, that's and that's what I did. I was kind of surprised people were walking around in between each event. And not managing heat very well because it was so hot. Um, I, I immediately after I did the event, I would sit down in the shade. I put like a ice towel on me. I had a, a little neck fan, and I, I drank cold water and it cooled off. And then by the time the next event came, I was uh, back to baseline. You know. Yeah, same. As soon as uh, <clears throat> pardon me. As soon as it was over, I was going back to. Uh, Back over there where, you know, I ended up getting hooked up with the Tates when they got there. Shout out Daniel Aaron Tate. 
they got their uh, secret formula of stuff that they like to bring to competitions and um they had a nice shady spot picked out had a lot of fans so it was it was the spot to be in so that's uh, that is where i went immediately after every event so i uh, i understand that process as uh, as well as you do yeah that's what i call it alabama the heat is like the sixth event yes uh, you can manage the heat you're more likely to win so it went uh it, it went as well as it could for me yeah congratulations on the win at alabama sir um, yeah, thirty one class at Alabama. So I did the one seventy five pound class in twenty nineteen, and I won that. And then in twenty twenty, I did the two hundred pound class. I won that. Then twenty twenty one, I was going to Finland to compete in Champions League, and so that was that trip was right after the Alabama. So I didn't want to risk you know tweaking something. And and it messed up my trip to Finland because that turned into a really cool vacation with me and the wife too. Yeah, um, we went. Finland was an awesome. Um, I came in from in Champions League, and then the following year, um, we'll see what it'd be twenty twenty two. I didn't do the Alabama because I was competing in Ultimate Strongman World Championship, which was in Paris, yeah, and I ended up winning that. Um, so that was the first world championship I won was Ultimate Strongman. And then last year also I won an official strongman game. So the second. Uh, between the two, official pinnacle. If I had to pick the second artist world championship, well, this year we had chaos, which is a new thing. Additionally, mm-hmm. it's ultimate. Ultimate kind of has the next most people from the most countries. So in one year, I was able to win the two hardest available last year. I'd say you're on the right track, sir. Um, but then uh, my last trip was before the Alabama. Um, so this year I did the Alabama because I didn't have any big trips planned after. So I won the 231 this year. And then next year, I must move up to heavyweight. So I'll just keep going up weight classes. And say so- Yeah. I, I know that means that that means that uh, if I do go to Alabama, that I will be competing against Tyler Davis. The only okay. one I can't play, and then when I get old enough, I can do the masters classes. So I'll win lightweight, the two middleweight classes, like super heavyweight. If I can win, that's gonna be tough. Um, but it'd be really cool if I could. And uh, when I get old, class, you know, only thing I can't do is like go back in time and do the teenage division. I guess. So, How old are you, Tyler? Uh, 35 you're 35 uh i don't know you need to talk sweet to cj and um those guys see if they can say at the top of their game so uh, (laughs) by the time you get to the master's class you'll have good competition yeah got andrew from the gym he just turned 40 so good Uh oh is he jumping into the master's class next year no yeah uh he he did uh Andrew Lewis did Masters at Alabama and won. Oh, he did Masters yeah. this year? Yeah, he did. He won Alabama and um, he won at Fox It Up. He did. very much, very. Yeah. He sure did. I didn't know he was competing in Masters. Yeah, he uh, just this year, so killing it in the Masters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very good deadlifter and presser. And very, he is. Very sad and he's been working on his athleticism. So he's been getting... Pretty good. I think he's going to do nationals 
USS Nationals next June, which is in Denver. Nice. Oh, that'd be. Have you? I'm sure that you've competed in that area. What is uh, what is it like competing in that altitude? Uh, I don't think I've ever competed in high altitude. Well, shit. I've had Jeremy Shell compete in high altitude. I got that a coach, and this uh, training though, we kind of I think he kind of fast pace between different lifts and training, and we do lots of conditioning work. So if you compete in high altitude, opportunity. Because you can work on your conditioning and prepare yourself for it while your competitors are, you know, sucking air. So Jeremy did really well when he competed in Denver last year. Yeah. Um, I think affected by it while others worse. That's good. Jeremy is uh Jeremy Shell is no joke, ladies and gentlemen. If you're looking for a yeah. good eighty kg strong man to follow, that is a very good one to follow. He is a monster. Yeah, red beard. He is, I would say he's definitely, he's right there as a, probably a top five, 80 kilogram strong man. So we're trying to get him to OSG to get him to win or on podium at OSG. That's kind of next, his next step. Very good. Speaking of OSG, when is OSG? That's in December, correct? Yeah. December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. It's a three day competition. Each class does two events each day. And for those who don't know how OSG works, you have uh, six events. So day one and day two, you have just the whole group of people in your weight class. Um, so most, a lot of the classes will have like 40 people in it. And then what they'll do is they take the top 10 after day two and only the finals day. And then on finals, they pretend like those other 30 people never existed. And then, so for those first four events, they take that top 10 and they score them against each other after those first four events. So it can kind of shuffle around. Um, last year, I was in first place going into finals. After they shuffled us, I was in first place. And I was the first coming out of finals. Um, so win every event at OSG. What's that? So win what? every event at OSG. That's the, that's the idea. Or or finish, you know, in the top three. Yeah. Finish in the top group. Usually the key for me, it seems like if I can finish kind of towards the top five on, on most events, on all the events, and then maybe I have one win on one event, I'm like, there's really good chance that I won. Excuse me. Really. And then people, then the really strong guys I go against, fortunate that they have a bad event um you know sometimes it could be that one guy just doesn't have good grip and so he's really good on everything else but his grip hurts him so bad that he loses too many points to stay uh to stay with me in, in first place yeah or um a lot of guys will be just have a bad shoulders a bad you know overhead press last year uh, like nick myers he came in second to me last year um he had a bad showing on the deadlift so he, I think he had had some um, herniated disc issues, something like that, with his back. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's part of the game is staying healthy and uh, being able to perform on every event type. That's, that's part of yeah. part of it. 
That is why I stopped with uh, three reps at the deadlift at Alabama because my low back was like, hey, don't go for a fourth one because it hurt so bad. I don't know what I did, but uh, it's fine now. Like I, I probably should have went to a doctor, but I didn't. But it doesn't hurt anymore, so I just don't think about it, <laughs> which is probably a terrible way to look at it. Yeah, that's what resulted in a couple of my surgeries, sir. Okay, I don't know why you're being hostile. Because I was an idiot and never looked injuries. Mm. When you say it like that, it's like, hmm, let me give him a little tidbit of information from somebody who already had a back surgery. Yeah. yeah. And I'm anyway. starting to a little bit more. Like, this is the first year I've been having a few little nagging injuries, you know. Um, like the other day I was doing my sprints. We do some sprints and stuff. I really like the fast working the fast twitch muscle fibers and doing sprints. And I pulled like my right ring felt like a tiny pop. Mm-hmm. So I had the ice. It's better now. Yesterday I was doing stones, Atlas stones, and I felt my hamstring on my left side hurt. <laughs> my, my hurt today, but um, so I haven't had any serious injuries in the sport yet. But this is the first year. I guess after doing it for five years, and now that I'm 35 years old, I'm starting to get just these little, and my bicep, kind of where it attaches right there, is a little, hurting a little bit, which is a dangerous spot. So I'm trying to manage it, keep it, uh, the tendonitis down. So just all these little things. You get to a point, I think it's not, I think it's also that I keep getting stronger every year, and my body's finally reaching its physiological like limit limitations you know you think so, so you know you put enough tension on it it's your tendons are gonna start tearing from the ball uh you get you get strong enough so i think other different people have different limitations my particular body may be limited at you know that a certain amount of tension versus somebody else maybe more or less so i haven't really been prone to injury in my life i've actually I always i played football and soccer all through high school, middle school, and I never got injured. Um, so I've been pretty fortunate to avoid injury in my life. Do you really think you're reaching your peak, Tyler? Or did you just say that seriously? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. But at Todd's company, I did the, it was a raised deadlift, but I pulled a, a thousand pounds on it. And then I and I went for a thousand twenty six pounds, and I almost got it locked out too, you know. And it's just like at some point, it's just like you can, I guess, your mind and your muscles become can overpower your um, the structural fortitude of your body, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like you got to, but so there's there's supplements and there's ways, you know, avoid avoid inflammation and try to keep strong bones from tendons as you progress. And that's why I like people who take trend and things like that. Sometimes you can jump up your muscle strength without your tendon strength and then you, you end up tearing something. So yeah, yep. I don't do that. I've been slowly getting stronger, but still uh, you, it's kind of one of those things, just a matter of when it's not a matter of if um, eventually it's going to happen. You're going to tear something. So I'm, I'm trying to make it, be healthy for this next OSG, defend that title. And uh, the next year, I'm looking forward to maybe not quite as many world champions, like traveling all over. Uh, my world championship 
class is the nine kilogram class. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of achieved it, achieved everything I wanted to achieve on that. Um, except for the title defense, which I'm going to attempt this December. And, um, but you know, I still, I, I, would, I just love, like I have as much fun doing Alabama as I do going to England and competing at chaos. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's me no matter really. It's also fun. Alabama. All my friends are there. Yeah, it's good to see everybody for sure. I don't have that. Uh, <clears throat> actually, Alabama—that's the closest to home I've ever competed. Actually, yeah, because <clears throat> I did. Uh, I did Battle on the Bayou in Louisiana last year. I went to Mississippi twice up there with um, Zach Roundsville and Daniel Tate and Tab and Cam and all those up there. And then I did Fox in Pensacola and then Alabama here in Gulf Shore. So that's the. Only time I've competed in my state. Yeah. Excuse Alabama's me. a special competition. We're lucky that Slater does that. And uh, that if he if, if Slater hadn't come down here, you know, I wouldn't have been in the sport, really. Because Slater was my coach's coach. Wow, okay. So, yeah. Uh, and he's the one that to Alabama, or the Mobile area, anyway. Yeah, we've got him coming in here in a couple of weeks. I'm I'm really looking forward to him uh, being on the show. Yeah, he so. can kind of tell you probably the biggest story to tell you about the first Alabama he hosted at the Hangout, uh, and how that's of all biggest amateur strongman shows in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking forward to hearing yeah. that. I want to. I want to. And I, like every year, I want to see what the next events are for the next one. You know. So yeah. this year we had Hug Award. One I never do until this year, so that was pretty cool. I really think, in an ideal world, that every strongman competition would have some type of combative event like a tug of war demand. Mm-hmm. You know, the old one, I don't know about like sumo wrestling and stuff, but like, you know, <laughs> where you have kind of a tournament style bracket, like a tug of war is a perfect one. Um, you know, every event, every strongman competition should have some kind of grip event, some kind of overhead press, some kind of probably, I think they overdo it on deadlifts, but I think it should be like a deadlift variation at every competition. I don't think, I really don't think you should have like a standard deadlift at any strongman competition. I think it should be different. You know. More like a, like a Hummer tire or an 18 inch deadlift or silver dollar yeah. deadlift, something like that. Yeah, something more of like a spectacle. I guess the regular standard one is just kind of fun because people can relate to it because everybody's done a deadlift. But to me, it's like in a strongman, if you do like a barbell that's made for lifting, it kind of, I just don't think it's as cool as, it's not as, as good of a, I like test of strength where you're having to pick up something a little awkward or something that's more like a, a real world object. That's yeah. why I like, uh, I really like kegs a lot. Like kegs, are really they're they're really like they're made to be picked up i guess and they're really cool because like they weren't made to be a strongman implement they're a real world object it's one of the few that are just world right just strongman with you know um so i i prefer those like are like uh stones or yeah things that weren't tailored so uh, with that being said, are you, <clears throat> excuse me, you did, um, 
you did your first comp last year. Like you hosted your first comp last year. Am I correct with the strong crew? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people was asked about it because um, it was, I think it was pretty successful. It wasn't, wasn't a ton of people that did it. You know, we had a heavyweight class. I think we only had, I think there were maybe 11 athletes, but we treated the athletes really well. The events were pretty fun. Carry up a ramp. So kind of like what they have at the Arnold. Um, so we had some neat events and we also had prize money, a thousand dollars for first, 500 for second, 250 for third. And I had some, some neat uh, custom awards or some snacks, waters and stuff. And it was, uh, I think it went really well. Right. So I've had a lot of them message me and like, when are you going to do the next one? You know, I want to, when are we going to do this again? So I have thought about doing it. Maybe I like the month of October for where we live in Mobile. Um, so maybe next October. Yeah. I've kind of been so busy with international travel that I, I changed that for this year. So. Yeah. I um, well, I don't think I would have done it right if I hadn't asked you about it because uh, I heard it went. Uh, I heard it went well. Um, I believe where was I on that day that I could not be there? What day was it last year? The fifth of October, maybe early October. Early October, I was. <clears throat> it was early. There was a reason I couldn't be there, and I don't remember what it was. Um, it was first. Look, I got right here. I know your listeners may not be able to see it, but see, there's a. I put some of my posters on the wall. So yeah, strong crew. October 1st. October 1st. Yeah, I don't remember why I wasn't there, but there was a, there was a specific reason I could not be there. So, yeah. yeah. But if you do it again next year, I will be there and hopefully will be man enough to compete. Yeah, I'd like to be able to do a few classes um, or maybe have... It'd be cool to have separate competitions like on, on a few different days. Each day, just be the focus. You know, yeah. Well, that that's pretty cool to do. <clears throat> we are lucky that around here we have uh, some of the greatest minds in the sport of strongman that could help us through that for sure. You know, with the with the Chris Stewarts and the Damian Norris's and the Chris Slaters and uh, your coach Chris Jockia, which I got to I got to talk to him yeah. a little bit for the first time at uh, Alabama. Uh, I've seen him in passing, but I hadn't actually met him, met him, and I actually got to meet him in Alabama, which was very cool. Um, yeah. And, uh, of course, you being who you are, I think uh, I think if, if you wanted to do something like that, I, I have no I have no doubt that you could pull it off for sure. Yeah. I'd like to have, you know, women's class, um, then a men's heavyweight, then maybe like a men's middleweight. Do something kind of like, uh, you know, Chuck Ellison is doing that for – competition mm-hmm. um this is going to be in ah, uh, that's in february up in uh alabaster Alabama. what's that what's that you broke up tyler i'm sorry the uh limit breakers <clears throat> Indeed. Uh, chuck ellis up in alabaster alabama yeah did you did you get an invite to that yeah and i, I signed up i told him i'll do it so I'm gonna do the two thirty one pound class. That's that. right. Uh I believe Fox is going as well, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Be there. <clears throat> and then 
Yeah, I really like Chuck Ellison. Has some great competitions, and he offers prize money. And then the other promoter who who's, does a terrific job is uh, Todd Williams. Yes. And Todd Williams does a forge competition. Name of his gym is. And so he has a, a forge competition, and he offers prize money. And traditionally, that one for the last two years has been just heavyweight men. But this year, he's going to add, he's talking about, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but he, the last I talked to him, it sounded like he was uh, pretty certain on it, that he was going to add a 220-pound men's class. They have a, and a 220. Sweet. And Todd's competitions are really fun to do because he's got the coolest implements. He's got Hummer tire deadlift, and he has Spingle fingers, and he has an actual car yoke. That's what I was about to say. That car yoke was super cool. It was super miserable. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was not, but he, he was thinking that it would end up being about 800 pounds. And so... 960 pounds. Woo, boy. So I did a 900. That was the first. That's the heaviest joke I've ever done. I somehow managed to get it to 50 feet. Uh, but I dropped it hard. It was really, I think I came in third on that in his competition. I was doing the heavyweights, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I came in second over at the Ford. Uh, Todd, I mean, um, Trey Godbold beat me. So, the Mack truck. That's uh, yeah. I beat him on a couple. He got me on the others, though. but we we tied on the deadlift, actually. Really? Uh, um, because uh, it was a raised deadlift. I'm really good at the lockout piece, and uh, he and I both did a thousand on the Hummer tire deadlift. <sighs> Golly, is that with a suit or without a suit? Uh, no suit. No suit. Nice. I, yeah. I I want to pull on a Hummer tire deadlift. I've never done that before. I want to do it. It's fun. It's kind of you're going to be able to pull on a deadlift because the bar's got a little flex to it. So I think it kind of starts out like around 18 inches. Mm-hmm. And then as you lift it up, you know, you lift like the first two times the bar's bent up. And then so now you're at like 400 or 500 pounds. And then you keep going and the next two tires come up. So now you're at like a 700 pounds and then it just gets a little heavier and a little heavier as the bar keeps bending up so you can pull a a ton of weight on it um and and it looks cool it makes good photographs it does but that was a pretty big i think like there was me and uh trey did a thousand pounds and then after below up only did like 800 or something that's pretty big drop off so so he and i going back and forth very higher That that was a fun battle that's pretty cool. Um, actually, Trey, actually, the first time I met him at Alabama, like I just see this brick shit house of a human walk up to me and ask me, hey, when am I going to be, be on your show? And I was like, um, I mean, we can do one tomorrow if you want to do it tomorrow. I'm so scared of you right now. <laughs> no, nah, he just he told me who he was and, you know, he's been he's a fan. I was like, oh, bro, anytime. But now that we have this remote capability, we uh, we uh, we got mm-mm-mm. we can get people on the show that's not here yeah that yeah you good now words are hard they're so hard i'm sometimes. starstruck okay that yeah. one so we got the world champ on the show we do we do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm gonna, gonna send this to so many people well i hope so 
<laughs> well, I was going to ask earlier. Um, so I don't, I don't do competitions like that. I haven't really been able to get into training with Josh because I've been dealing with personal injuries and stuff like that. What would you recommend to somebody such as myself who's just as novice is, is an overstatement, has no knowledge of what to do, if they wanted to get into lifting, like in the strongman side of the community? Because I, I know that people make fun of others' different way of working out. Like I know he doesn't like people calling him a power lifter at all. Can't stand it. So I'm just curious what you'd recommend to get started into the strongman lift. I think if the goal is to actually improve and make a life change, um, you really just, you need a good coach and you need somebody who will, you know, if there's something, I guess there's something to be said when you're actually paying somebody a little bit for a program. And that person is also validating that you're getting the work done. And that person has knowledge um, to that you can avoid doing things that would get yourself hurt and that you are making best use of your time. So you're doing lifts that are going to make the most impact um, for your, your goals. That that's a really good, um, the way I look at it is if you, if you have a coach that can help you avoid just one injury, that kind of pays for the coach. I mean, and you can find coaches out there. There's different, I guess, price ranges and stuff. Um, but there's lots of good ones who aren't that expensive. I, that's what I would recommend. And that's what I did. I first started Strongman. Uh, I hired a coach. And so there's no way I would have I known how to do an accent clean and press correctly. Or, and I come up with these ideas of things that are pretty stupid sometimes, you know, like, like or I used to anyway, but starting to come up with an idea of something and I'd run it by my coach and he would be like, no, that's how you're going to tear your bicep. You know, don't do that. Or like you see people uh, doing deadlifts on axle bar with um, inverted grip or they'll use, uh, or they're using figure eight straps and it's inverted, you know, with figure eight, like there's just, there's lots of different things, I guess, um, that a coach can help with, but avoiding injury is one of the things. I guess, yeah, to answer your question, that, that's what I'd recommend, number one, is to get a good experience. Write your programs. Make sure you're... Inverted axle deadlift with figure eights? Yeah, I've seen some weird stuff. I think, uh, actually, there's video of um uh eddie hall doing that <laughs> he's using uh he's using straps and, and it's inverted that was in his early years and so he looks back on it and kind of makes fun of it you know wow so the guy, the guy who had the deadlift even used inverted with straps which is kind of he's <laughs> like you're not using the straps correctly if you're inverted because you're not you know engaging your lats and pulling in tight like you should use yeah this i just can't picture that being being a good idea like who would who would say who would no hey don't do that that's dumb don't well, do that well you know like you said haven't been taught and aren't you know aren't part of the sport and don't have someone there helping them will do things like that yeah but man that's that's scary to think about that just sounds like 
I just imagine someone doing a decent amount of weight doing that and just watching them detach both of their biceps as soon as they start pulling. Yeah. <clears throat> That's ooh. Oh man. So, uh, Mr. Davis, tell us about the strong crew. Uh where that came from, what that means, and uh what it is to be a part of it. So yeah, the some idea for that was um always wanted to so strongman's kind of individual sport, but um it's really not like to be the best. Um you really it takes kind of a team of people. So you guys at your gym maybe you train with, you gotta have a you know your coach, all your friends, so much to learn and uh and to you know stay aware of what kind of competitions are out there. So it really takes Kel Beck had strongman page. So um that which created a community. So my idea was uh, you know I just wanted to make a team or community of of folks who are passionate about strongman like I was. And um, I really like uh, Motley Crue, the band. <laughs> and uh, you know that, have you seen The Dirt? <laughs> which is hilarious. The Dirt, which is about Motley Crue. How they got no, I have not. I, w- I want to. I have not seen that. I, I feel so like I'm missing scene, out. There's a scene in The Dirt where like Nikki Six and you know all the band members are sitting around and they're trying to come up with the name of their new band. And... Uh, and so the, um, what, uh, Mars, what's the name? Mickey, Mickey Mars, Mars. Anyways, the, the one, the, the lead guitarist of the band. Oh yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, I've been waiting a long time for this. And he like shows them Motley Crue with the name. And then he puts like the little diddles on it. Um, well, Nikki six adds the little, uh, dots above the letters. Yeah. Anyway, so it would be a good name for a catchy name for a team. And I was like, instead of Motley Crue, it would be Strong Crew. And I added the little dots on it, kind of like Motley Crue did, kind of like they did in that scene. And then always kind of like the metal look. When I was a kid, I always liked monsters and stuff. And uh, when I was, I think the way I got the image of like a, and lifting an atlas was the first year I did official Strongman games, my uh, back was really stiff from doing, I think it was the car walk the day before. And the Finnish guys, they had this uh, heat stick. It's like an icy hot kind of stuff. Linux heat stick. And they're like, here, this is my back. And it looks like it caused like third degree burns. <laughs> it didn't like blister up, but my whole back was just red and sweaty. And uh, felt like my back was on fire. So then, but it helped a lot. You know, I went and did those Atlas stones at my back. I wasn't worried about the pain or stiffness anymore. But I felt like I was doing those Atlas stones. I was just like on fire, you know, like a demon was on my back. Yeah. And so I kind of thought, and then I thought uh, at that time, I was like, you know, it'd be a really cool logo to have a, a demon lifting an Atlas stone. Um, so I thought if I ever made a logo one day, I might do something like that. And then I had a, have a friend who's an artist, does all my artwork. He drew that up, and kind of the first time he drew it up, I was like, man, that's perfect. I love it. So, and then I uh, kind of did like Instagram or inviting friends uh that are passionate about strongman and i was kind of like you know the only rule is just uh you have to just be willing to share knowledge and resources with other people on the and uh shit and that's really well uh <clears throat> i'm honored to be a part of that group sir um we're uh really 
that doesn't like that we didn't have before. I guess it, it adds a little bit um, more connectivity for us. Kind of gives us a banner to kind of march around. I guess. What is that? What the? We, you broke up on the first part of that, Tyler. I'm sorry. What did you say? I said, yeah. It, uh, I guess it, it just kind of creates more like a family feel, or like you have kind of a something in common. Like every team needs something to kind of coalesce around, you know. And uh, you just uh, a logo just to kind of get around. Like I, you know, I don't do it to make. Uh, I have a I have a. I'm lucky to have a successful career, and also I hurt no profit to seeing people wearing the shirts. And and feeling a part of the team, you know. Yeah, um, I try to tag Strong Crew and everything that I post. I try to uh, <clears throat> I try to represent, you know, because I know I'm representing you and all of that. Yeah. You know, we've got our we've got our strongman group that's starting over here that is that is doing very well. Uh, shout out to Renegade Fitness uh, under Mr. John Bass. You know, we've got tutelage from him and. Uh, Fox throws in some some input when he can get over here, and I throw in some input when I can. And we've got we've just got a, a great group of people coming up. We got a um, actually they're both doing their first competition in April, doing the doing F and Strong in Alabaster. Um, yeah, they're uh, they're both in the uh, Learners Division currently, but I think if they keep progressing the way that they are, uh, we're gonna push them to at least jump into the novice class, maybe jump in an open class, maybe. See how they are, but yeah. um, I just I love this community, man. You know, I wouldn't have gotten to meet you know people like you or you know like the Slaters and all those uh, all those people. I wouldn't have got to be a part of any of that. So I'm uh, I'm proud to be a part of this group, and we're gonna get we're gonna get my man here. We're gonna get him better. We're gonna get him healthy, and we're gonna we're gonna get him uh, doing some stuff because we need a, another beautiful red beard to represent the sport. Oh yeah. Now, I've seen people come back from things you would think they would never come back from. So, uh, lifting weights and staying moving is that's, I mean, that's the best way to recover, uh, even from like herniated disc or whatever you got going. For that reason, it's like when you got all the muscle mass built up, like you actually keep working out, it like puts things where it's supposed to go. It seems yeah. Like. Um, you got like if you have shoulder, my shoulder's hurting. Well, you probably have an imbalance. And you need to work a particular muscle. And uh, like for me, when I first started, you know, in high school, you do lots of bench press. Yeah. And so my shoulder was kind of hurt when I. <clears throat> and what we did more band pull aparts and face pulls because I worked the rear delt more. So having properly balanced muscles is really important too. Hmm. Kind of sounds like something I've said a time or 20. I feel attacked. Yeah. You should. I don't like it. I'm I'm looking right at you. I can tell. You should. Mm. You got your contacts in? I sure do. Do you see me clearly today? I do. So proud of you. Right now. I have, uh, so I'm lucky. Like, my back has, I have zero back pain. I can sit in a car for long periods. I don't have any issues. And before I started Strongman, um, you know, I, I still work, like, at a desk job. But I think just for many years, a lot of my muscles had atrophied. And especially my lower back, and I was having back pain and stuff. Like if I go for a car ride, like my lower back would kill me, and uh, I was just having some issues. Well, then after starting Strongman and building up all those muscles and all, I like, I have no no more uh, back pain. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't done any stupid. Like I mean, I've done some. 
pretty crazy extreme stuff, but I do it in an intelligent way. I don't just go out and, you know, yank on something really heavy and put my back at risk. Oh, well, now I feel attacked. I say I don't think he's got himself thrown off a motorcycle at 55 miles an hour. Mm. Ragdolled 40 yards while breaking asphalt. Sounds yeah. like something you're not supposed to do. Sounds like something that would really hinder you doing the sport. I'm not saying I yeah. did it. I'm just saying it may have happened to somebody you know that's sitting on the sofa. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We won't say names. When Josh Fox is at the gym and he puts a thousand pounds on the yoke just to see if he can do it. And it's like, <laughs> hey, see if he can do this. <laughs> uh, I remember that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not doing My coach would kill me. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, we did the, uh, I I'm with a five-star nutrition shout out to five-star Fort yeah. Walton beach. <clears throat> they had a big group out group, big woo. God damn big group workout, uh, before Alabama. And it was their SBD day. And they were like, we're going to max out on everything today. I said, no, we ain't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be the one to explain to my coach. It's like, Hey, why did you max out on squat bench and deadlift on the same day when you're a week and a half out from competition? Well, I'm dumb and didn't, and didn't think it would be a bad idea. No, I did not do that. And everybody laughed at me and was like, Oh, I was like, Hey, if y'all want to tell my coach that I'm doing dumb shit, you can, he lives in Pensacola. It won't take him long to get here. I would just rather not do it. (laughs) He is a very small in stature, but he is very angry when needed to be, you know, he listens to the show. He's going to hear you say that you called him small. I said in stature, he's not tall. That's what I meant. Mm -mm -mm. It's okay. We'll hug it out later. Oh, good. You should. Yeah, I'll bring them muffins. That'll yeah. work. Yeah. Bringing bring yeah. snacks normally helps. What'd you say, Tyler? Sorry about that. That's that's one of the things um, I was really excited about when I found out there were weight class strongmen because as a kid, I would watch Brian Shaw and um, Magnus Samuelson, all these like tall giants, and I always wanted to be really tall and big and strong and have muscles like watch like you know terminator and all those uh action hero movies anyways um but then i found out you know i'm only gonna be five foot nine so uh when i but then when i turned 30 and i started in the sport um i've always been strong found and so i was, it was really cool that the sport has evolved to the point where there's weight classes just like a lot of other sports evolve but Yeah, so you are kind of limited because you know if you're five foot nine, there's only so much muscle mass and just with, that you can you know put on and be able to keep up with somebody who has bone structure of a six foot eight guy. They can yeah. Add a little... Yeah. There's has, has been some really impressive short guys that are like uh, there's one that should have won world's strongest man, uh, Vitas Lalas maybe. Though he's the arm wrestler. Oh yeah. He's, like, he's he did arm wrestling, and then he did World's Strongest Man, and there was one probably five foot eight. But he's got like shoulders that are this wide, you know, he's just and there was a world's strongest man where he was in the lead and the last event they changed it to uh power stairs. Mm. And because of his height uh, at a severe distance 
and really struggled to lift up each of the implements onto the stairs because the stairs were so tall. And if it weren't for his height, he would have been world's strongest man, you know, and, and that was a change they did too. So. Yeah. Um, well, look at Rob why. Kearney. Rob Kearney's only like 5'10". Yeah, he's 5'10". He does amazing to keep up. Um, I really like that they shortened the stone platforms for the most part in the sport, but they made the stones heavier. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a good change because it used to, those things were tall. Like you saw, um, what's his name? The, the short guy he does, he's part of OSG and uh, Darren Sadler. Mm-hmm. And, but eight, and he's competed at world strongest man. I think he made the finals before. And yeah, you see him back in the day. It have to put it up, and then like overhead press it like this to get it up on the on the column. That yeah. sounds real sketch. It's real sketch. There's videos of guys that um, I, it looked like Nick Best, but it wasn't Nick Best um, that went for the highest platform on the stone, and then I guess he like slipped or passed out or something. And then he falls backwards, and like his heels touch his ass. As he gets slammed on the ground by the stone. Oh yeah. yeah, and he ended up not being hurt from that, but everybody thought he was. He had a broken back. Because um, yeah, my I forgot. Somebody sent me that video. I watched it and I looked it up, and he said that he actually went to the after party that night. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that, crazy. Uh, I, think, I think he went to the hospital and they checked him, and he was fine. And then he went to the after party after that. <laughs> yeah, that's that insane. Exactly yeah it looked like uh it looked like a local show or something like that i don't know what it was i couldn't find what it was but it it was uh it was pretty serious but yeah are you ever do what those are one of the more surprised that more accidents haven't happened thank god yeah um uh, is there are there different weight classes at World Strongest Man, or is it just is it just like the big, the big so, you know notable guys that you see? So OS end of the road for all weight class strong men, all women's classes, and all masters classes. But for the open men, official strongman games is just the. Same. So for that one. Strongest man, open men. If you come in the top few or top three at OSG, you qualify for strongest man. So, like you had, um, is it Spencer Remick? Yeah. There's been several that made finals at World Strongest Man this last year, and that was the way they got there was official strong. Gotcha. So, yeah. Question World Strongest Man only had heavyweight men you know open men's class but osg is affiliated with world strongest man a lot of the same owners run osg and it's the end of the road for all the other classes but if you're an open man you got one more step gotcha uh giants live is another stepping stone to world strongest man so there's that was several the next question com- yeah there's several big competitions that they recruit from to get to world strongest man well, where do you think now that Brian Shaw has the strongest man on earth title at his show, uh, which one of those is going to be more meaningful, you think, in the coming years? Um, I would think 
Yeah, I think World's Strongest Man will stay on top, but they may have to make some changes to maintain the top uh, honor because um, they aren't doing a with live streaming. And I mean, it's done. You can't watch it live. So wait months after to be able to watch it. And Brian Shaw competition is more exciting that you can watch it live, you know. And he also has a better format that it's in a big coliseum, you know, where you can sit. Uh, so I think World Strongest Man stay on top, but I think they need to make some changes. But Brian Shaw competition, I believe, will be kind of known as second most uh, prestigious. Yeah. Good shot. You kind of got uh, Giants Live with the Arnold, the Rogue Invitational. Um, Sean, those are kind of four. And of those, I think Sean will move into second. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I think we talked, I think I talked to, um, might have been Daniel or Fox, or I think it may have been both of them while they were here, uh, about what. Shaw Classic next year is going to look like now that he's retired from competition and can focus solely on that uh, on that competition and put his put all of his energy towards that. I'm really curious to see what next year's Shaw Classic is going to look like. Yeah, and I have a cool, uh, I guess he bought the rights to Strongest Man on Earth. So I mean that that's also a cool. I think marketable title. Is that considered a world title, or is that just a, the a title that he owns? Well, it's I guess it's considered a world title because I mean he he would be the authority I guess to if he owns that title to bestow that for that year for whoever he wants to I would imagine. Hmm. Um, kind of like uh, so uh, official strongman games owns the official I guess the titles for world strongest ninety kilogram man. World strongest five kilogram man. They can award that each year, and um, no one else can award that because they have bought the rights to that. I guess title. Gotcha. That's that's my understanding. Will you uh, will you ever go to the Shaw Classic? Uh, just as a <laughs> you would never go compete. <laughs> Is there? Uh, Weight classes for me, I can't keep up with the heavyweight guys. Of course, I don't think they have a. Um, they have women's and they have men's open, but they haven't brought it down to different weight classes yet. Okay. Gotcha. So it's just open across the board with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That um, that could definitely be detrimental. <laughs> I can see why you wouldn't want to do right. that. Hey, I gotta take a. I got some folks here that I got to give them some keys to something. Um, I'll let y'all uh, have, have the mic for just a second. Yeah, we can feel this. We'll be right here. We can feel this with banter. We're pretty good with that. We'll be right here, sir. Yep. But as uh, Mr. Davis steps away um, for just a minute, you're looking quite lovely, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Your hoochie daddy shorts are on point today. I'm trying. I'm trying my pink flamingos. Yes. That I have I've been getting a lot of compliments over and I like it. I mean, you have grown as a person. 
I have. You have, because like I said let's, the other day, let's you not leave you out, bud. No, I haven't grown all. You, you have, you have Hoochie Daddy shorts that you are wearing. You're not wearing them currently, but you own Hoochie Daddy shorts now, and I'm so proud of you that you now you're you're, you're getting into this life. I'm I'm very proud of you. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have my shorts that goes past my knees. But back to the the topic that we are on today. If I felt like I wanted to start doing the strongman stuff, mm-hmm. where would I start at if I got to the point where I wanted to, to get into comp, uh, like just some kind of competitions? So for you right now, I would say let's not focus on you trying to train for competition. I would say let's just get you focused on training period. I get that, but I'm saying like when I get to the point, if I do want to do a competition after getting the training and getting everything worked out. Like, are you looking for a coach? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, possibly. I, I mean, mean I, I got a, a shoulder I need to, to rehab. I got a, a elbow that just had surgery. I got back that needs to get strong again. I got knees that pop all the time for no reason. Yeah. So. I mean, the long there, the list is vast, you know, just around here, you've got, Chris Stewart, you've not well, not Chris Stewart. I mean, Chris Stewart probably would program for you, but I met Chris Slater. He does program. Our guest today, Mister Tyler Davis, is a a good programmer. Uh, Jeremy Shell, I believe, is doing some programs these days. You could reach out to uh, Tyler's coach, Chris Jockia, if you wanted to. Uh, you could reach out to Todd Williams. You could reach out to fox you could i mean the list is vast i mean i can program for you just because you know i know you and i know what you've had and i can i can help you work through that like i'm not going to say that i can you know train you for and be ready to go and just you know wipe out the competition i'm not going to promise you any of that but i can at least work with you and coach you and and guide you on things you know i've i spent so much time researching things that i could do just because with my condition so yeah, I, get I uh, I got uh, I I did I was able to cram a little bit of knowledge in my my empty brain. You don't have a smooth brain; you have a wrinkled brain. I don't know what that means. Smooth is bad; wrinkles is good. Oh, yes. Is that a thing, really? Yes. Like, like if they cut my head open right now and had a lot of wrinkles on it, would that mean I'm not as dumb as I think I am? Yes. Oh. Well, I'll be damned. Do you not pay attention at all in class about that? What class? Don't worry about it. No, if you say health class, I can tell you, no, I did not. <laughs> because if you got her started on Demopolis, Alabama, or the Ronald McDonald House, your class was over. <laughs> You're not wrong. Shout but, out to Miss Spence. What a lady. Yes. But And speaking of Rob Kearney, you know, he is only 5'10", but he has been consistently at um, the world stage. Very good. And he's got like the greatest Instagram name ever. You know what his name on Instagram is, John? Or uh, Jake? What's that? World's Strongest Gay. Yeah, that, that guy. How's that not? How, how how do you not follow that guy? Well, that's what I was actually looking for earlier when I showed you what uh, that I was on Instagram. I was looking up Tyler's uh, Instagram. Uh, the Alabama, or it should be the, it's the, the Bama Hammer, I believe. Yeah, we, we found him. Did you find it? Yeah. Good deal. Very good. The Alabama Hammer. That thank you for reminding me because I don't know why or how he got that name. Is that just something he just started calling himself, or if he just liked the name of the lawyer and he's just like, you know what, 
Strongman needs a hammer too, and I'm going to be it. Well, we can ask him when he gets back. Yeah, we're, I'm going to, or you can. No, um, no, no, I'll let you ask him. You why? I mean, honors. you're you're part of the show too. You can do the honors. I've had a lot of honors on this show. That's okay. The honor is truly mine from getting to do this with you every week. Nah. <laughs> you're the only one here that has perfect attendance. And see. I'm honored to be with you. <laughs> you sack of shit. <laughs> but no, um, I know that we've talked before about me getting into working out and stuff, and I've been trying to get all these other things taken care of first. And now that I feel like one of the biggest issues I have now is just the muscle strength in the areas of being problems i think i need to start working on getting those so i can try to avoid a neck surgery you probably have a lot of atrophied muscles if i had to guess i mean i did i did lifting when i was younger but i also did a bunch of work lifting too and that's what that was my workout was work well truth be told i used to think the same thing that i worked hard enough at work but that is not the case i didn't i'm not gonna disagree with that but i'm just saying like the jobs that i had was always just Heavy lifting, general labor, and yeah. then finally I started welding X amount of years ago, and the lifting, like it was there from time to time, but it wasn't as consistent as when I was in school and just out of school. <laughs> you okay there, sir? Yeah, I don't know why I can't stop yawning because I am not tired. Don't know, buddy. No either. But anyways, yeah. So the most recent thing I've done about like lifting wise um, is I got to do that one deadlift that day with you and then after that things started feeling real spicy and started losing grip in my hand that's why i really just stopped completely as i couldn't hold any weight in my hand yeah well we're gonna get you better buddy yeah we're gonna try we're gonna try for sure we're gonna get you better so what is your what's your workout plan like competition wise for the rest of the year and into (laughs) april next year is there anything planned? No. Um, Fox has a, me on a strength building program. We're not doing a lot of event stuff. I mean, there is some event stuff in there, but <clears throat> the focus currently is to just build strength and get stronger. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, you know, I'm no longer competing as a novice. I'm already enrolled in that one as a as a as a, as a, as a god damn it. <sighs> Will you be considered an amateur? No. No, this is that. This was my amateur year. Okay, I mean, I, I'm amateur strongman, yeah, because I, I don't see myself ever going pro. But, um, you know, I won't be competing as a novice anymore. So, I me, mean, I didn't realize both of us had our mics muted. So there's a dead airspace right there while <laughs> we both coughed. Um, there's that better. Yeah. Mm. Um. But now Fox is what we're doing right now is we're just doing doing strength building, trying to get the body stronger, get the body better to be in the open class next year. Because like I said, I'm not doing novice anymore. I'm keeping my word, sticking to my guns. Like novice days are over. I'm I'm in the open heavyweight class. I've already signed up for open heavyweight at, at Red Brick. Um, I will. I'm not going to keep acting like I'm not going to do Alabama. I'm, I probably will end up doing Alabama and I'll do it as a heavyweight in the open class and I'm going to get my whole ass kicked, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be, but I'm going to have fun. It was fun this year. 
That's it's good. just hot, hot, hot. Well, yeah, it's on the beach in the summer. Yeah, in the hottest year recorded globally in 200 years. Yeah, see, look at there. Yeah, my timing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all the timing that's been in this household has not been fantastic. No, but we're making it, bud. Yeah, we're thriving, we're surviving. And what's your insurance benefits like? What? What are your benefits like at your job? Yep. Do you not have them? I got them. I just don't know where they are. Oh, do you want better ones? I mean, I've been trying to get a hold of people to deal with Aflac. Well, I mean, if you know, I'm almost divorced. You are divorced. We could get married, and then you could have my benefits, and then you have all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Am I not good enough for you? <laughs> You just you said you're never getting married again. Yeah, but I would do that for you. No, I'm keeping you to your word. You said you said it was a uh, what did you say yesterday morning breakfast? It's a trap. It's an institution. It is an institution, like Alcatraz. Yeah, that. Saying you want to get married to me, turn into the institution. Institution of what? Love. (laughs) Liar. (laughs) Yeah, I love you with anger. Now go work out. Yeah, see? You're on the right track. No. Why not? You don't love with anger. What's the difference? Good question. I'll get back to that. Exactly. Exactly. See? This is my proposal right now. Jacob. No. M. Giles. Stop it. Because I almost said your middle name, but I didn't. The amount of people that don't know my middle name is quite insane. Exactly. That's why I didn't say it. I don't want to put your whole government name out there. Yeah, don't do that. Jacob Michelangelo Giles. That's not it, but... Why did you have to ruin it? (laughs) There might have been two or three people out there that truly believe that you were Jacob Michelangelo Giles. I highly doubt that. You don't know that. See, that might be a person that doesn't have a lot of wrinkles in their brain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're gonna use that a lot now. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His brain is smooth as an egg, boy. <laughs> oh, it's one of the things I wish I could call and tell my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. What do you think your dad would say about that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he'd probably start naming names. <laughs> <laughs> or he may start making phone calls like, you know what I heard about you today? <laughs> I heard that your brain is smooth as a fucking egg. <laughs> that means you're a goddamn idiot. Click. <laughs> uh, oh, I love you, dad. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. You know what? Speaking of dad's dad, came, my dad came over to the house uh, last night. To pick Without his welding cap on. Without a welding cap. I wear it to church. <clears throat> I wear it to the grocery store. I wear it in the shower. I even wear it when I'm welding. I mean, oh, goodness gracious. That Thank old, you, Pooh Bear, for that one. That was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Just the fact that my dad actually had a hat on 
instead of that welding cap made me happy. <laughs> I don't know why it made me so happy. It would have made me happy to see him come walking in with a welding cap on, because I'd have just been like, ah, there he is. Yeah, there, there's the guy. In all his glory. You know, I have to ask him next time I talk to him if he wears the welding cap under his hard hat. Oh, you know he does. I don't know. I would be willing to bet you that he does. Uh, hey, there he is. Mr. Davis is back. Yeah, I've uh, had somebody come or uh, interested in buying my truck from me. I have an old truck. <clears throat> I got a new truck. Big, big red and black truck that looks like Strong Crew. So I'm going to put a bunch of Strong Crew. I was going to say, if you have stickers, you're more welcome to send them here because we will sticker the shit out of stuff. I got a bunch of little stickers. I got a bunch of little ones. I'll give you some of these for sure. Got oh, a bunch yeah. Of, like, little nice. And we are we are currently, we are hopefully about to place our first order for merch for our stuff as well. So when we do that, we'll be, we will be loitering people with those. We'll make sure you get some of those, Mr. Davis. Yeah, that'd be cool. So. Um, uh, how did you get the nickname the the Alabama Hammer? Is that something you did, or did somebody else give you that? Uh, somebody else gave me that. You know, all, all good nicknames. You know, you got you hope some. Uh, so I went. Actually, the one of the podcasts I ever went on is uh, Full Send Sports uh, or Gym Life Media. And um, yeah, Gym Life Media has uh, Joe. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I um, believe I do. His last name's a little harder. Uh, and he's he's done a real good job like covering weight class strongman and stuff. And um, I was getting ready to compete at but yeah, Clash. Clash in the nineties. And he was covering like who who were the top ninety kilogram guys that are gonna be good at Clash on the national championship, USS Strongman Nationals. And so he posted, um, and then he invited me on a show, this podcast. And then when he released the podcast, he had a picture of me uh, flexing like this. And it said, uh, featuring the Alabama Hammer. <laughs> so he had come out with that name. And I don't think he knew that that was the name of an attorney. In Alabama, uh, he would call himself the Alabama Hammer. I remember uh, that. I remember that. Uh that guy. Yeah, he had the cheesy commercials, you know. He's like, Yeah, he did. Didn't he always dress in yellow? And, uh, but, you know, he got sued by the Texas Hammer. The Texas Hammer claimed he was copying him. So, uh, there is an Alabama Hammer attorney. So, I've taken it now. <laughs> Very good. I see nothing wrong here. I don't see nothing wrong because I don't think the Hammer, I don't think he's going to be able to take it from him now. I don't see that yeah. Texas Hammer uh, wrestling it away from him. That's right. So, uh, another thing I'd like to ask you about is World's Strongest Opinions. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what that is, that is a fantastic podcast. Pod, pod, God damn podcast. it. Podcast. Podcast. You're welcome. Mm. World's Strongest Opinion is a fantastic podcast with uh, John. Is that his name? Am I correct? Yeah. John and Darren. John and Darren, that's correct. Uh, excellent, excellent show. If uh, you are just looking to get um, all the strongman and strength sport talk you could stand, that is a great show. The great guys, very knowledgeable guys. 
And Mr. Davis, you are a sponsored athlete from World Strongest Opinions, correct? Yeah, that's uh, been the best sponsor I've ever had. Like, I have sponsors, but um, they have been very gracious and they've uh, actually given me some financial help, like paying entry fees for me. Uh, you know, it gave me a little bit of merch and um, they also, I, I, you know, I get access to doing podcasts. I love stuff and I get some. Um, and yeah, they've been really good. I think they're really good. All are, you know, all this to grow the sport, kind of laying the foundation for it to grow. So uh, I like uh, Gym Life Media, you know, um, of course, y'all's show and, and the World's Strongest Opinions are like three of the uh, three really good podcasts that I think are doing good things for the sports. Well, we appreciate that very much, sir. Um, <clears throat> we kind of just lucked out, really, you know, just being around here with all the guys that are around here that are willing to come on the show and just, you know, just be stewards for the sport, which you're doing a, a fantastic job as being a steward for the sport, and we appreciate what you do. Uh, and thank you for coming on here with us today. Um, I, uh, I mean, like I said, it just, it just worked out really well. You know, we got Chris Stewart coming in here, Chris Slater's coming in here, Damien's coming in here. Uh, we're, 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 um, we're getting the word out. You know, Tate's been in here twice. Fox has been in here twice. Um, you know, it's, it's, we're just lucky. We're lucky to be where we are with all these people around here. So it's, uh, we're doing what we can, you know, we're not solely a strong man podcast, but it just kind of worked out that we have strong men on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting. I think next few years to see how the sport evolves and goes from here. Cause I know there's potential, like there's people love, they really love watching some of these events and there's a, always an appreciation just naturally with people for strength and seeing strong men and strong women. And people like to brag about, you know, yeah, I know this guy, he's, he's, you know, world champion. He's, he, uh, he can bench press or he can overhead press this much. And, uh, there's just naturally humans like to appreciate individuals, you know, and when you get a sport that um, displays that in a fun way, it's kind of just naturally you would think that's going to take off. And I, I think it just hasn't had the right um, promotion and yet. And I think a lot of people, this still, you know, like a lot of people college football, like they don't know that there's also a, a pretty up and coming um, strength sport, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how, get more and more our deprived or big, I guess, multi-billion dollar companies want to jump on board. And because, you know, like it doesn't take much money comparatively to put on a strong and prize money. I mean, companies, it would be nothing. It'd be just like a little drop in the bucket, you know? Yeah. Uh, For make a big impact. Yeah, for a sport that started, really, that really actually, I guess, started in 1977 with the first World's Strongest Man, to it being what it is now, I'd say that we're we're definitely on the right track, you know, because then it was just 
<clears throat> just grabbing anybody and everybody that has abs and muscles to uh, to show up and just do these crazy off the wall ass events that we can think of, and then and now to seeing what it is where you've got you know you've got true trainers, you've got true nutritionists, you've got like one guy yeah. like like Brian Shaw probably has a team of a hundred people that gets him to where he is or helps him stay where he's at, you know, or like with Eddie or we're, well, I probably should pick guys that are competing, you know, like, like Evan or Trey or, um, uh, Hooper, you know, those guys, it, there's, there's so many people that are probably involved in keeping them where they are, which back in the day, it was just, you know, beer and steroids and cigarettes and, you know, acid after the competition and just like, Hey, I wonder, wonder, wonder who's going to do good next year. Just kind of that kind of thing. So it's, well, it's definitely on the right track. It minds, so I think the best comparison to strongman as far as how it evolved is uh mixed martial arts, you know? Yeah. So like you fighting championship first one, it was like a karate master versus a sumo wrestler. And then with strong was like a power Highlands game champion versus a bodybuilder versus NFL offensive line. It was like, that was kind of the people who made up the strongman. but then eventually, well, in fact, just like a mixed martial arts, you become, boxing uh wrestling and jiu you're going to win the fight because you've mastered all cornerstones you know so uh that's kind of you need all the pillars like in strength you can't just be statically strong like a power lifter you know you got to be athletic cause yeah you gotta move so uh yeah, so that's been cool that it it's kind of like the mixed strength yeah it's kind of like yeah hard to the fight Fighting discipline. That's kind of what strong sports, I guess. Because uh, yeah, you can benefit if you have an Olympic lifting background. You could benefit if you have background, uh, but you have to stand yeah, athletically strong. Um, yeah. Well, um, what does the future hold for Tyler Davis? Like, what are You've got OSG in December. Um, yeah. What are we looking? What are What are you looking towards after that? Like, what's What's on your list? So I'm going to do um, Chuck Ellison. I, I like to support local shows that are, have really fighters. You know, so uh, I know uh, Chuck or Chris Ellison up in Alabaster. He uh, is putting on a good show. Um, the limit where I'm doing that. America's strongest. So those are both in January, February, and then I'm looking at maybe next year doing Alabama Strongest Man, but doing the super heavyweight class. So I can uh, I've never done the heavyweight at that show, and I'll, I'll be a lot lighter, but I think uh, I can bring a challenge. To me, that's a lot of fun, you know, being a lot smaller and trying to keep up with the big strong strong dudes. So that's what I got. Quite as many. Ships, uh, international shows that are in the 90 kilogram class. Um, I've kind of achieved really with that, got the title defense. And then next year, I'm looking at doing more of the upper heavy. The the water, big toll on my body. Um, I just noticed, it seems like after each one set, like I lose a little, like a little bit bigger bald spot, you know? Yeah. Uh, and last year, I, I did four water. In five months, where I lost like nineteen pounds, like nineteen pounds, you're breaking pounds. up quite a bit, Tyler. 
And then Sorry. I did a water a few months ago. So I mean, it's just, yeah, it's a lot of work to dehydrate yourself that much. And, and unfortunately in the weight classes, you kind of have to do that to be competitive. Like at the world championship level, um, the, they're going to be 20 pounds, 10 to 20 pounds, at least, yeah, 10, um, heavier than the weight class. Uh, and you're just going to be at a disadvantage if you don't do a water cut. So, and yeah. I, if I'm going to do shit, I'm going to win. So I'm going to do a big water cut. That's just the way it is. So um, <laughs> I think next I may move up a class and kind of focus on supporting local shows. I may do another strong crew show and just have fun with it. Uh, we'll see. Very good. Very good. Um, do you have anything for us, sir? No, man, I appreciate you all, and I'd like to come back on and let me know how I can support you guys, too. No, we uh, we will we will definitely have you back on anytime you are ready. Um, it just worked out, us being able to do this remote today, save you, uh, save you some heartache and some gas money and all that good stuff, but uh, next time we definitely want to get you in here for sure. Yeah, yeah, you're not far away. I'll come see you. And we, we should do some stuff or we'll do some video in the gym or, or uh, something like that. That'd be fun, too. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Jacob, do you have anything, sir? I currently do not have anything at the moment. I'm just trying to make sure that uh, the stuff doesn't pop up like it tried to do a minute ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, indeed. That's all right. I got it taken care of. It's, it's fine. Yeah, you're you're doing a great job. Like I said, you you're the one that keeps this running. I'm not. I'm just here. I'm the I'm the I'm I'm the loud one. You are. <laughs> yeah, you're loud. Uh, I am. Speaking of that, Mr. Uh, Mr. Davis, when when would you want to try to get together to do some gin stuff? Because, uh, like I said, I know that I'm looking to get into it here soon to rehab this elbow. Um, I had surgery on and rehab my back. It's been causing issues since uh, 2013, 2014. And I'm just yeah. working to try to get better. Well, I'm always at at an amp. Um, whenever are you in Pensacola or Loxley area, or where are you at? Robertsdale. We are we are less okay. than we are less than a quarter of a mile from the nearest gym from my house. Yeah, yeah. I'll be at the. Hey, I may be down there for um, Aces Better Bodies. I think there's going to be a there, and I got uh, the. Jarrett, um, Jarrett Bird, I coach. He's gonna do. Uh, I'm trying to do a max deadlift there, so I may be doing that. I think it's this later this month. No, next month. It's October sometime. So I might go. I'll be at Orange Beach too. Well, Orange Beach isn't too far away, so we uh we can definitely make it down there for sure. Absolutely. Just got to know when. Yeah, we'll do that. Well, yeah, I just have to let her head that way. Actually, I'm going uh, to Orange Beach next weekend. I'll be down there. You got any plans they this do? weekend? I don't know. They have some pretty. They have some pretty neat. They got the what Bowden hammer or whatever you've been there. It's kind of just neat. a traditional uh, stuff there. It's a one familiar. Bowden hammer. I think it's called Bowden hammer. It's over in Gush Shores. Um, I've never and there's heard a of nice, it. nice gym on Canal. Okay. Um, 
they have like uh, just all your gym equipment and a little, maybe a little bit of CrossFit type stuff. But I mean, there's not many. Uh, David L. Bodenhammer, Bodenhammer Center. Okay, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's got like uh, saunas and stuff, and uh, it's, it's a big gym. Very cool. Uh, well, the the floor is yours for a minute, Mr. Davis. If there's uh, anything you want to talk about or any of that kind okay. of stuff before we sign out of here. Um, I just appreciate y'all. Uh, we need to, yeah, we ought to get together and um, make some cool videos doing some, some strongman, um, some strongman implements or something. I got a new focus dumbbell here. I need to try it out. Very cool. Dumbbell they use it last year. Um, it's one of the ones. They look real big. They look real heavy. Right. Yeah, what's the weight on that one? It's one twenty empty. Uh huh. Yeah. What uh, uh one twenty empty? So what would you, what would you add to it? Sand, water. Yeah, so you can add little bags of uh, lead or sand. Okay. That's that's nifty. Yeah. The way um the way John Bass is he's got the big open ends, you can actually add plates to that one and clamp them in inside of it. But there's you know, like that yeah. one, I guess the end screw off of it and then you add your weight to it and screw it back on or something like that. Yeah, yeah they're a little different. If you have a monster bit, let me know and you can try this one out because they're a little different. I like them better actually. Very yeah. cool. I don't have much uh, more. I'll just, uh, you let me know. I'm always like, I've been trying to do a month that kind of like the strong crew family in the area, at least kind of goes out. Went and saw a movie uh, a few months ago, or we went out to eat, you know, I like to try to do something like once a month at least. Well, I should probably follow the group more because I didn't know about either one of those events. <laughs> I should probably I should probably follow that a little closer instead of just reading the 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 last like five messages that come up and hoping that I can catch up from that. I should I, I, I need to jump in more. <laughs> well, for the two time world champ, Mr. Tyler Davis, who I have no doubt will defend his title in December at the official strongman games. Uh, it was a pleasure having you on today, sir. Uh, thank you very much for sitting down with us for a little while. The show is on the on the shorter side today, but that's okay. Mister Davis has things to do. We got things to do, and we got everything that we wanted to talk about out on the table and everything, all that good stuff. Uh, next time, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get him in here so we can he can see just how goofy we actually are instead of us just huddle up in front of a camera on the laptop. <clears throat> But uh, you got anything, Jake? I do not. Um, I mean, we can finish off getting a couple shout-outs. You know, like I said, Beer Struggle. Yeah, shout-out to the Beer Struggle. Great. All the friends in, that we've made through the show, at least for me, because I've made quite a few of them. Yeah, a lot of a lot of great people have been in and out of here. Um, you know, thanks to um, – <clears throat> shout-out to Credo Strength Equipment. Shout-out to um, Five Star Nutrition, the guys that – have my back through all this stuff, you know, obviously through Mr. Davis, through strong crew, <laughs> honored to be a part of that group. Yeah, um, uh, so I branded that I left heavy shit. I'll be looking forward to seeing him come back 
when he gets this stuff taken care of. Um, and just, you know, thank you to Spotify for making it easier for us, our, our dumb asses to put a show out like Ex- this. Extremely, extremely simple. For extremely us to do simple. This. But we're going to cut it off right here. Uh, Tyler, thanks for being here, brother. Appreciate y'all. For Mr. Giles, for Mr. Davis, and for myself, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Bye, everybody.